great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. During the course of the hour, we will be taking as many phone calls as humanly possible. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I start this morning with a programming note. I I had a great time a few hours ago on the Cats at Night show, Cats at Night, and I hope you will join us tomorrow and Friday, 5 to 6 p.m., Cats at Night, 5 to 6 p.m., and tomorrow night at this same time, I won't be here. I will be having an overnight sleep apnea test at a local hospital. And I, I tried to arrive at the hospital at, you know, 1.30 a.m. No, 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 Mr. Carter, you have to be here at 10 p.m. And so I won't be here tomorrow night in the evening time. But Frank Morano will be here, and he will be doing a great job filling in. And thank you, Frank, uh, for doing so. I want to also thank one of our listeners. We heard from her last night, retired police officer Sherry Stein, for providing us the information, the information about the funeral. You just heard Alex Barnard uh, give you the information about the police officer's funeral in the news headlines just a few minutes ago. And so the wake, the wake for the officer will be held at 1093 Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn at a funeral home. This is at 10 a.m., as Alex just said. That's at 10 a.m. for the wake, and the funeral will be a short time later at 1.15 p.m. at a Muslim community center, which is located at 1089, 1089 Coney Island Avenue, also in Brooklyn. And so the topics we have this morning, quite a few, quite a few topics. One, I'm still pissed off about that Tyree uh the uh, the uh, Kyrie Irving uh, situation with the uh, the Nets uh, uh, deleting his apology, but but we're going to put that on the back burner. We 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 will deal with that a bit later on tonight. Uh, he was playing his first game tonight for the Mavericks, and you know I I'm not going to wish the man bad in his professional career, but what he did was despicable, deleting uh, his social media apology. I'm going to let you hear. Two sound bites this morning that are interesting. Number one, Mayor Adams uh, talking about on Morning Joe on MSNBC what all of us in this audience already know. We talk about it. Mayor Adams, a top Democrat, blaming woke fellow Democrats for fracturing the party, and distracting the party from the issues that matter to most Americans. So that's one soundbite we're going to let you hear. And the other one happens to be our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, who uh, in the morning time appeared uh, on the Fox Business Channel. And let's just say... He's correcting, that's the word we're going to use, correcting President Biden's claim of job creation. Another story we're going to deal with, things are getting ugly fast between former President Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Things are getting ugly very, very fast. The former president, Mr. Trump, is sharing old photos, 
21-year-old photos of DeSantis appearing to party with teenager girls when he was a teacher. Now, remember, Mr. Trump has been warning and alluding for weeks, no other way to say this, that he has dirt on DeSantis. So I don't know if this is the beginning, but but this thing is turning ugly fast. And to those of you that said, let George Santos serve, I really want to hear from you this morning to hear what you have to say now. Do you still feel the same way? We all know by now Santos traded uh, insults with Senator Mitt Romney at the uh, State of the Union speech. And Romney, whether you like him or not, Romney is correct on this issue. When he says, when he says that Santos should be sitting in the back row at the State of the Union address and staying quiet instead of parading around in front of the President of the United States and people coming into the room. Some uh, lawmakers are calling uh, Santos a sociopath. And I want to hear from those of you that said, let him stay, let him stay. You know, Dominic, you're being too hard on Santos. Uh, Let him stay. So we... We have a lot to deal with this morning, and we'll begin with uh, Mayor Adams. And it doesn't take a a rocket scientist to figure out that all of these woke politics are destroying this great country. We talk about this here on this program almost on a nightly basis, nightly basis. And so Mayor Adams appeared on liberal MSNBC And agreed with uh, Morning Joe co-host Joe Scarborough when asked if there's a disconnect between working class voters who should be aligned with with Democrats when it comes to economic issues and uh, party leaders. Listen to what Adams had to say on Morning Joe. You look at the numbers, there's a hemorrhaging of our Latino community, our AAPI communities that's leaving the tra- traditional Democratic uh, base. is because we've allowed the loudest and those who consider themselves to be woke. Some of us never went to sleep. And we hear and speak directly to people. And I think the party is now understanding that we have to speak at those issues that are important. Jobs public safety, educating our, our children, mm-hmm. good health care, just these common, you know, kitchen table issues that we move away from. And, and, and another one, uh, homelessness that you've been talking about uh, in New York City. It's certainly a problem here in Washington, D.C., where there's a humanitarian crisis on the streets every night. And, and think about it. We're saying that people who cannot make decisions for themselves to the extent that they can't take care of their basic needs and they're dangerous to themselves, we should get them care. You actually have people advocating that they should have the right to stay on the street. That's inhumane. It is inhumane, and Adams is doing the right thing as it relates to the homeless, removing uh, them uh, from the streets, whether they want to go or not. It is the the right thing to do. And at least on this issue, Adams is is calling it for what it is. All of this far-left politics, this wokeness, it is destroying America. It is ruining our great country. But I also want you to listen to our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, who also appeared on early, early morning television. He was on the Fox Business Channel. And let's just say, as I just mentioned, he was correcting President Biden's claim from the State of the Union address about job creation. Well, I, I never want to say a president of the United States is not telling the truth. So I think uh, the best I could say is that he's diverting the truth. Uh, a lot of jobs were laid off during COVID. And I guess a lot of those people came back to work. But our economy before uh, President Biden has 
uh, taking office was soaring. Uh, our inflation rate was one, one and a half percent. Our interest rates were down. Uh, uh, our gasoline was uh, uh, almost two dollars, two and a half dollars a gallon. Uh, our food was uh, uh, was very low. And, and since uh, uh, we declared war on the uh, fossil fuel industry, and first day on the job, he uh, knocked out the Keystone Pipeline. And oil went from $55 a barrel up to 110, 120. Well, everything yeah. followed through. I mean, I don't understand uh, why it's so simple. Uh, oil produces fertilizer for food. Oil through diesel right. fuel runs our factories, runs, runs our, our trucks that go to all the stores for the whole country. And a uh, very interesting point of view from our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, laying it out for it is what it is, folks. What I was impressed with last night, and I wanted to focus on this for a second. We see all of your telephone calls. We're about to begin with them from Nevada to White Plains, Queens, Florida, uh, New Jersey, and Tribeca. We're going to get to all of your calls in just a second. But I thought it was quite the effective rebuttal last night from Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I thought she laid out, it wasn't, if you, if you, if you pay attention to the mainstream media, they said, oh, all she was doing was delivering red meat to the base. No, she was putting the issues on the table for all Americans to understand. We're going to begin with your telephone calls in a second, but I want you to listen to the governor from Arkansas in terms of her rebuttal to the State of the Union address. I'll be the first to admit President Biden and I don't have a lot in common. I'm for freedom. He's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. And at 80, he's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. Do you, do you notice the trend here? Woke, woke, woke. That's what's wrong with America. So Mitt Romney, Senator Romney, George Santos, we'll break that down in just a second. We mentioned it last night. But as I said, and we're about to go to John in Nevada. As I just said, the first call of the morning, as I just said, former President Trump is sharing an old photo of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis appearing to party with teen girls when he was a teacher. Things are getting ugly fast. Former President Trump uh, shared the 21-year-old fo photo uh, purportedly showing Ron DeSantis partying with teenage girls when he was a teacher at their school. And it says the caption, as he wrote sarcastically on his social media site, that's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing. And he, he went on to uh, say it was pretty gross with the uh, the female students, one of whom is holding a brown bottle. No way Trump wrote in mock surprise. And so this is from when DeSantis reportedly taught history for a year at the Darlington School, a private co-ed school in Rome, Georgia. And uh, the New York Times had reported that DeSantis had a reputation for partying with students there. Oh. And so this is going to be very, very nasty. And so what's clear is that the former president is telling uh, Governor DeSantis, if you dare enter this race, I'm going to destroy you. That's what's going on. Let's start with your telephone calls. John in Nevada, good morning. What's on your mind, John? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, this incident goes to show how serious Donald Trump is about running again. Um, a lot of people like Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire think that Trump could win the primary, but that he can't win the election. Uh, those people support his candidacy or likely DeSantis's candidacy. 
Trump is convinced he can beat Biden. Poll numbers show he can beat Biden, and he's going to pull out all the stops. Um, just last week, he had said that he had dirt on everyone, everyone. Um, so I, I expect more things to come out about DeSantis and more things to come out against other candidates as they declare for the primary. Trump is going to try to win at all costs. Do you see John uh, DeSantis backing up uh, and not wanting to be uh, smeared? I mean, because if he runs, Trump is going to use everything within his uh, within his means. Do you think at the end of the day, with all of the dirt that's about to start flying, that DeSantis will still enter the race? Oh, I'm certain he will. I don't think this bothers DeSantis at all. Mm. Well, it, it, it's going to uh, it, it is going to be interesting. And John, I I thank you. Uh, I thank you for the call. Let's go to Rob in White Plains. Good morning, Rob. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. My Hudson River friend, how are you? <laughs> I'm Listen. good, Rob. Thank you. Yes, yes, I. Listen. My Hudson River friend, go right ahead, Rob. Listen, listen. Even though it might be polluted, who knows? Anyway, I think Santa should be treasured. I'll tell you why. He's a thief. He's a con artist, and he may be one of the few who can help us win back what the Democrats have stolen from us. Now, doesn't that sound cynical and odd? Well, doing business with the devil. I mean, I mean, I, I know it sounds terrible, Dominic. But that's how, that's how I'm starting to feel. Well, I I understand where, where you're coming from, Rob, in terms of the uh, perspective. But anyone that's being honest about this situation, including the speaker, knows that that uh, Santos is going to be walked out in handcuffs. It may be any day soon, or it's coming up. And so you're are you telling me Rob I'm just trying to understand here are you telling me by by any means necessary because Santos has to go and at the state of the union I mean is he that delusional uh, president Biden walked right past him of course of course the Biden team it, because here's here's why I say Mitt Romney is correct anyone that knows about politics and uh the state of the union address you have elected officials that will come at 6 a.m. in the morning just to get a corner seat so that when the president of the United States comes through on either side, you can get a handshake with the president, a, uh, a selfie, and, and, and politicians will do anything for that spot. And apparently Romney was just turned to his stomach to see that Santos was sitting in a corner seat uh, trying to shake the hand of every senator and and apparently to greet uh, President Biden, but Biden quickly walked walked right past him. And so, who's right on this, Santos or Romney? Well, there's ammunition in our arsenal. I don't know which one is right. They're probably both a little right and a little wrong. I don't know. Of course, Santos is more wrong, but you know we're in a war. We are in a war. For us, I'm going to be 80 years old soon. I've never seen the things happen that I see happening today. I I can certainly agree with you on that, Rob. There there is there is no denying it. There is no denying it, and uh, we collectively as Americans have to get our country back because this mm. this far left uh, uh, madness is absolutely destroying this country. And and the question becomes, Rob, how far? How much further can this go? That's that's the issue. Well, I, I, I think I think in terms of Trump, all Trump now has to prove is that he's a normal person and he's on that side and he may win just on that. I have no problem with Trump coming back. He never hurt me. Well, I, I don't think I, 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 I don't I don't think, Rob, as it relates to the economy, as it relates to our security, as it relates to the southern border. Anybody, anybody that's looking at these issues from a reasonable point of view, why would you not want him to come back? Given that, at least on a world stage, America was respected. And, and look at what we're dealing with right now. Thank you for the call, Rob. Let's go from White Plains to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Sandra. Sandra, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning, Dominic. I wanted to say 
said, I don't usually like Mitt Romney, and I still don't. He's a rhino in my eyes. But he was a, he was correct tonight or yesterday to say that to uh, Santos to maybe sit in the back. At least he didn't ask him to leave. So I was okay with that. And then I remember years ago reading a book about getting to the top, and, and it shows a ladder in the book, and it says skip all those steps and go straight to the top. That's what Santos is doing, you know, and he's brilliant. He's just going straight to the top, and, and that's what that book says to do. So I that man before that just called, I kind of agree with him. Maybe we need someone like him. Even though, you know, he's not, I don't know. I'm, I have mixed feelings. But look, you know, but I don't like the way he answered him back. He was a little rude, I think. I didn't hear what he said, but I heard he was rude. Maybe Santos shouldn't have been rude because uh, he's new in the game and Mick Romney's more senior and, and you should show respect. So I thought about that. And um, I, I really hope we get Trump back. And um, And that's my thought. Well, I, I, Sandra, I, I appreciate your call and thank you for calling this morning. Basically, Romney uh, said to him that, that to Santos, you shouldn't be here. They each called each other a uh, a hole, uh, if you will. Um, and then uh, Santos uh, even escalated a bit further, tweeting uh, that Romney to tell him that you will never be the president of the United States. And then he even tweeted about a Democratic uh, uh, Congressman Richie Torres saying, why are you obsessed with me? I'm married. Uh, both men are happen to, be, uh, happen to be gay. Before we take a break, let's go to Steve in Tribeca. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing, Dominic? Um, I wanted to talk about the Irene the Irving Irv, Irving thing, um, Kyrie, excuse me, I don't even know the guy's name. Okay, uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, excuse me, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Um, I was just wondering, what if he deleted his tweet just to have a fresh new start? You know, he's going to a new uh, ball, ball team, and, you know, he wants to put all that stuff behind him, so why wouldn't he delete it? Okay, so so let's let's play this out, Steve. Let's say that you're the owner of the the uh, Dallas Mavericks, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say you're the owner of the team, right? Mark Cuban, right? Do you do you want him coming to town with the press? With this being a lead story that he deleted the tweet and it raises the question again about whether or not he's anti-Semitic. If you're the owner of the team, do do you want to let sleeping dogs lie, if you will? And I, I hope that's not offensive to Curtis Lee's wife, Nancy. I, I saw her uh, earlier today. Um, but if you're the new owner, if you're Mark Cuban, don't you want this to go away? Or or do you think he's yeah, going to yeah. approve? Go ahead. Yeah, I would want him to I – w- I would want this to go away. But it looks like the press isn't going to go away for them to go shuffling through his business and his mail – it was already there all that time. A lot of but, times you can put things into archive and just delete it and go on with Steve, your life. Steve, Steve, put it behind Steve, us. Steve, they they spend a lot of money for PR on these sport teams, on these these uh, professional teams, and it's almost like politics. The PR people will will easily have told him if you delete this, it's going to bring the story back in full force. And Kyrie Irving had to know that the press is going to go through all of his social media. And that's that's just yep. us doing our job, Steve. And okay, so it, I, it, was, it was I don't blame him. I blame I blame the press because he's trying to it, I mean if No, he no, no, no. What what he, what he Steve what he's really saying is a big you know what to everybody that demanded that he uh, that he apologized. And and he had to know, he had to know that any any first-year journalism student would go back through his social media, period. And so uh, th- 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 I thank you for the call. I-, I think that you're trying to look at this from a positive situation, but there is no positives. The guy is just, I, I-, I don't know, you know, he acts like he walks on water. And, I- I, you know, it it is what it is, but folks, and thank you for the call, Steve and Tribeca. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. 
things are getting downright nasty between Trump and DeSantis. Trump posting on his social media a photo of DeSantis when he was a, a teacher, a high school teacher, apparently partying with teenager girls. And this is just the first round. So imagine where this might be going. When we come back, we're going to take telephone calls from the Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Florida, Long Island, and Pennsylvania. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. We see all of your telephone calls on a variety of all the different topics we are dealing with, but uh, it's getting ugly fast in terms of on the Republican side in the uh, presidential primary for president. As I mentioned, Trump on his uh, social media outlet uh, shares an old photo of DeSantis appearing to party with teenage girls when he was a teacher. Now, folks, I want you to think about this for a second. So Trump and his uh, daughter-in-law and other family members warned DeSantis for weeks, don't run, nasty process, don't run, don't run. So Trump drops this photo. God only knows what's next. And this is just the, uh, the beginning. So it's it's going to get very, very nasty. Back to the telephone calls. Valerina in Florida, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Here in Florida, I sup- how are you? I'm, I'm so delighted to talk to you. You're the best. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Dominic, here in Florida, I supported Donald Trump twice along with uh, Ron DeSantis. And... I'm not going to vote for him in the primary after this. If Ron DeSantis was a pedophile, which he is making us assume, why did he support Ron all these years, 2015, 16, 17? Why did he run down to Florida when his, you know, his life in New York imploded? So I'm I'm disgusted. I will not vote for him in the primary after supporting him for two campaigns. As for Santos, he lies so much, Dominic, past, present, and you know he's going to lie in the future. How do we even know he's a real Republican? Maybe that was a lie too, Dominic. You know, Valerina, you're making some interesting points. Let's, Let's go back to your first point. One, if you're Trump, he he may say, he probably will say that um, that he just recently obtained uh, the photos after he uh, backed, uh, backed uh, DeSantis for governor. I, I mean, I'm only speculating this point, at this point, but to, to address what you just said, but it, this is going to get, this is going to get very, 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 Nasty, and you have to wonder if uh, the former president is basically saying that he feels that he has a right to the nomination, and that if he does not get it, no one is going to get it. Meaning that the party will go down in defeat. But uh, if I'm on Team DeSantis, to be honest and frank with you, this morning I'm going, uh oh. And this is what I kept trying to say to you folks, that DeSantis has not been tested. When when the media falls in love with you, or or at least they were giving him the edge, they never fell in love with him. It, it's almost like a coronation. And that's what we saw play out with DeSantis. But now the media is going to look at him from a very, the, Trump is going to force the media to look at DeSantis in a very critical eye. And if this is round one, Imagine what round five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Valerina will be. But it's a turnoff for you, correct? Yes, Dominic. And as far as the pictures are concerned, 
when I was 18, it was legal to drink. I don't know about Georgia back in the day, but I would love it if all those girls would come out of the woodwork and say he was nothing but a gentleman. Maybe they had drinks, maybe they didn't, but I hope that Ron DeSantis fights this with every fiber in his being. Because even if Donald Trump did find out about this recently, Dominic, it shows how desperate he is. Because Ron hasn't even announced he's going to run. It just shows how petty, disgraceful, and and afraid he is. And shame on you, Laura Trump, because you come around like you're a Southern sweetheart with all kinds of manners, and you talk real sweet. But you know what? I don't know if I could back up my father-in-law in that instance because it was disgraceful. The man hasn't even announced he's going to run. Well, you you make uh, you make a, a lot of good points there, Valerina. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how this plays out. And I thank you for your call this morning from uh, Florida, Valerina. You just heard it, folks. She's turned off uh, as it relates to Mr. Trump in terms of her support. Uh, of him let's go to our friend jennifer up in boston good morning jennifer what's on your mind hey dominic it's always so nice to hear you thanks for taking my call um i just wanted to say a couple of quick things you were talking about woke being what's wrong you know with the country yes and um i had two things i wanted to bring to light first of all um, you know, we're coddling all these illegal immigrants, you know, just for 40,000 of them, your mayor is looking for $4 billion, $4 billion for 40,000. Mind you, we've had $5 million cross the border in the past two years. Extrapolate the, the dollars out, Dominic. <laughs> yes. I mean, Good point. Good we, point. Have, we have countless, countless numbers, the highest record ever of American homeless and uh, much less people. I know two elderly women that have been sleeping in their car in my area. It's a horrible thing what's happening. And, um, you know, people that have to grovel for services. In my town, we just got a new social worker because so many people are dealing with issues, trying to get help. It's a horrible thing. And just on that level, um, the wokeness of what's going on, we have that with the illegals. But in the state of Arizona, have you heard about the rancher that was arrested for murdering Um, A six-time reported illegal. I think that's very important that people know that 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 man that was on this man's property, they have a stand-your-ground law, and they also have a a, a trespass law. If you feel your property is being trespassed and you're in danger, you can shoot to kill. And yet they have arrested this 73-year-old man. He's not like a a strong, burly-looking guy. He's quite frail for 73. And he's been arrested. And, Dominic, he's being held on $1 million bail. And the judge has denied lowering his bail. I think that's a disgrace because Joe Biden is the one that put him in that position. And this man, his elderly wife is at home alone. He's got, you know, he's got uh, things to do on, the, on his ranch that aren't being tended to. And an American citizen was put in this position because of this president. And yet here we have Eric Adams going and bedding down with the illegals for the night to show most see these accommodations are nice. What the hell is going wrong? Up is down, down is up, right is wrong, wrong is right. It's crazy. And it, it is. I, it, it really is, Jennifer. You know, and I just think people should know about this man. If you want to look up his story, 73 years old. They said they didn't even know what happened in the shooting, but yet they had no problem charging him with murder. One, look in your city what happens day in and day out. They, look at the criminals released. And um, it, it's just horrible. He's, he's like he's some big threat on a million dollars bail. And again, this was his sixth time deported illegal. He had no business coming into this country and putting himself in, in a position, you know, where this poor American had to make a decision. And last but not least, a woke thing in, in Boston. They've just um, put two high schoolers and a 22-year-old Black Lives Matter activist uh, on the board in Boston to decide about how reparations are going to be doled out. It's disgusting, and 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 here's why. Here's why. It's, I got to step in, Jennifer, because I have a lot of calls, and I got to get to some of the other calls. But thank you. But here's why it's disgusting. I listened carefully to you say that you know of two senior women that are sleeping in their cars. Haven't we, as a country, haven't we learned enough? Haven't we experienced enough bad things as it relates to Black Lives Matter? 
And as Jennifer just said, you're putting them on a board. I mean, you, you do better just, just picking a criminal, any criminal, and putting them on the board. It's disgusting. And as Jennifer just said, two two senior women sleeping in their cars and in the local area there and where she's at in Boston hiring another social worker because there are so many people that need help, Americans that have paid taxes and social security. And these migrants, these get-over artists are just coming into the country in mass and 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 I'm I'm about to do our Chronicles of Dominic Carter at 45 minutes past the hour. I'll have an update on on the migrant uh, situation. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm not going to discuss the migrants because I don't want to get upset again. Um, to get to Trump and DeSantis, and I agree with the caller from Florida, Trump is doing a disservice to the future of the Republican Party because DeSantis, and I don't like DeSantis at all. I think he's actually absolutely terrible. But he is likely going to be one of the future presidential candidates, whether it's in 24 or 28. And Trump, by burning this man down before he's even gotten into the campaign, is not helping the future of the party. It, it seems very desperate, kind of pathetic, and I think it's going to backfire on Trump because Republicans – if they have any sense, which I think a lot of them do, will decide that Trump is the, is the past. And I think Sanders even said it in her thing last night that she's part of the future of the Republican Party. The Republican Party needs to look forward, not backwards, and Trump is looking backwards. He needs to be swept behind because DeSantis has the same exact policies as Trump, so why not use him instead of Trump? That, that's, that's, that's easy, David. That's easy. Yeah. Please do me a favor. Put yourself in Trump's shoes and, and talk to me as, as you just did. But I want you to put yourself in Trump's shoes. I'll try. Okay. So, so if you're Trump, you feel uh, that... Uh, I, I, I don't like to revisit the claims of a stolen election, as I constantly say that train has left the station, right? But Trump says right. the election was stolen from him. He feels that the nomination is his. And you've got this young upstart that Trump feels that he completely made that wants to completely bypass the product and, and go past you. So if you're Trump, David, what do you do? Are you supposed to just well, lay down and get out the way? No, of course not. But what he should do, because he's also threatening anybody else who gets into the race with more dirt. You, that's not what that's what you don't do. OK, if I was Trump, I would want more people in the primary because that's how he became the nominee the last time. The more Republicans that get in the primary, the better it is for Trump, because he's got his hardcore supporters who are going to vote for him no matter what. The more uh, the more other people in the race divides up the reasonable Republicans. OK, and just one last thing about Ron DeSantis. If this if these photos are real, which they probably are, he needs to get out there and explain himself. And he needs to do it fast, because the longer this stuff is out there, the worse it is for him. He needs to explain what he was doing. And if he did do it, that he's a better person, he's learned his lesson or whatever. But he can't just let this lie out there because it's just going to look really bad. Well, remember, in modern day politics, it's mean and it's nasty. And this is just the teaser from Trump. So I don't know if that's Mr. DeSantis in the photo with the teenage girls partying while he's a teacher. I don't know. The picture is 21 years old, uh, and one of the young ladies is holding a brown a bag, a bottle, whatever the case may be. But remember, if you're DeSantis, David, and I thank you for the call, you don't thank want you. to walk into a trap. <laughs> That's being set by the former president, because the former president, if he's if he's dangling the photo, we don't know if he knows the full story as of right now. So DeSantis has to be very, very careful. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before I take a break, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. You know, with, with regards to George Santos and Mutiny Romney, who's the most honorable of the two? 
Um, I don't think either of them are uh, that honorable, but I think Mutiny Romney is even less honorable. You know, he it's easy to, you know, call out George Santos, but then to totally neglect what's the 800-pound what's the grill of criminal uh, behavior in the room, and that's President Biden, who has for, fortunately for him had the federal justice system cover him up, cover up all of his illegal actions, and um, especially the Hunter Biden laptop. So, I, I mean, I, I, I'd have a little more respect for, for Romney if he would call that out and say, you know, Biden really should be the one, you know, he should answer for what, what has happened. But he, he's, he's a coward and never would ever say anything. But he would point it out to George Santos. So, I, you know, if I was if I was looking at a, a dishonorable competition, I think that Romney has, has is the more dishonorable of the two. Well, uh, Dave, I, I thank you. I thank you for the call from Pennsylvania. I, I wish I could respond, but but I have to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up at the top of the hour at 1 a.m. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. We will be right back with more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. To figure this one out, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So I, I, Jennifer referenced this. I'll call her from Boston. The mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, says the migrant crisis is now going to cost $4.2 billion, more than twice what the mayor had predicted. Something about this doesn't pass the smell test. Something about this says who's getting these contracts? Who's who's providing the services to these uh illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, these migrants? Something is something's not not right here, folks. And then I mentioned to you the other night that uh the city has a program where they pay for bus tickets. Uh, put them on a the bus up to Plattsburgh, and then they're 20 miles from the Canadian border. Uh, many or at least some of these migrants are going to Canada. Well, apparently some are already coming back and want to come back to New York City. Apparently, uh, some don't like the snow up there, and uh, they went up there thinking that there were all these jobs in Canada for them, and that they were going to be be able to get asylum very easily up in Canada, and it appears that that is just not the case. And so they're just ping-ponging from city to city, and the city paid to get them up to Canada, and now they're coming back, and at some, and ask yourself, why are they coming back? It's easy. Free, 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 free services. Let's return to the telephone calls. Let's go to Frank in Canada. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? How you doing, sir? Uh, I'd just like to make a point about the two ladies there. I respected everything they said. And uh, I'd like to say, uh, let's go back a little time when uh, Mr. Clinton did not inhale. And let's go back to did not have sexual relations with that woman. But he was... Reelected for eight years. There you go. So well, you you bring up a, a good point there, Frank. But our politics were were are a, a bit different in terms of yes, politics get nasty. But remember, you you're up against Donald Trump, and he will reinforce this issue every single day, every single day uh, as it relates to DeSantis, and again. This is only step one. So you don't believe this is going to get any uh, any nastier. You believe, and, and and again, maybe maybe Mr. DeSantis, maybe it's not him in the photo. Maybe there's a perfect reason why, as a member of a, a teacher at the school, why he was, if this is indeed the case, why he was partying with some of the female uh, high school students there. But you don't you don't think this is going to uh, bring him down? Uh, honestly, I, I love Mr. Trump, but, uh, and I like DeSantis too. I would like him to run 
Donald Trump as president for four more years, straighten out this mess, and then DeSantis to be his running mate, and I think they would take over the whole country, which it should be, but uh, to get rid of this woke crap. But um, it's just a point I'd like to make. Like, my, that was a Democrat, Mr. Clinton, and he said this and he said this, but everybody voted him in again. Why? Right. Well, Frank, I, I want you to uh, imagine this, right? So the uh, the first debate. So uh, I, I interviewed the RNC chair with uh, Mr. Casamitidis, uh, Rona McDaniel, and she announced to us that the first debate is coming up, I believe she said this summer, primary right. debate, right? So imagine this. I want you to think about this, Frank. Trump on stage, and you know that if necessary, he will hold the picture up in the middle of the debate. You know he will. Yep. And so I, I just don't know. Frank, I thank you for the call this morning from uh, Canada. Let's stay on this topic for a second. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom, how are you? Doing well, Michael, and I hope you're doing the same. Yeah, I am for now, thank God. I just wanted to tell you a couple things. I generally agree with most of what you say. I think you have a great perspective on this. A couple points, really just two. Number one, you keep uh, speculating that this is how Donald Trump's starting, but it's bound to get a whole lot worse. Now, I would venture to say perhaps almost the opposite. You know, Donald Trump is a cutthroat guy. He's out for the kill. And he's doing, like you've heard in some of the other phone calls, by coming out like this, he's really acting, and he knows he is. He's acting a little bit desperate, a little pathetic. So now I would assume that he's going to, if he's trying to curb the enthusiasm, if you will, of DeSantis, he's trying to come out with an uppercut. He's trying to come out with his best shot. And he wants to shut it down now. They're not in the middle of running against each other. He's not picking on him and then going to pick on him bigger. He wants to shut him down. So now there's one or two options. Okay, go ahead. One or two options. One or two options. Either we may not know this yet, and this will come out in the next 48 hours. This may be an uppercut. Donald Trump may know that he has a Me Too girl from that picture ready to come out tomorrow. Or, like one of the women proposed, Ron DeSantis can give a full explanation tomorrow morning with a short video of all of those girls saying loud and clear that that was our graduation. We were partying. He came to say hello or whatever it's going to be. And that's the end of what could have been the uppercut. But I don't think that this is an allegation that's going to get that much, you know, that this is just a starting point and he wants to go elsewhere. You know, we got to remember Donald Trump is a man in a, he's, so to speak, a man in a glass house throwing stones. This is definitely sexual harassment is not where Donald Trump wants to start a fight. This is where he got bashed. It's going to be interesting, Michael. I I appreciate your, your perspective. So we'll, we'll see if this is just an uppercut uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, to threaten uh, uh, Governor DeSantis. We, we will see. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's go before I go to Frank Morano in just one second. Let's go to Frazier in Suffolk County. Good morning, Frazier. What's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Oh, uh, listen. Yeah, I just want to bring up some stuff. Um, you know, Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, wants to run against Donald Trump. What is, you know, does anyone know what Ron DeSantis owns or anything like that? You you, ra- you raise a great point, Frazier. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Donald Trump owns 17 golf courses, and he's got all these towers. And people want to go against him like he never did nothing in his life. You know what I mean? And all these other people are just whatever. You know? I'm just bringing that situation up. What do you think about that? I think that you're dead on point here, and I've said this consistently, that Governor DeSantis, I know people have a hard time understanding this, but I thank you for the call, Frazier. But um, Governor DeSantis is not really tested on a, on a national stage. Dominic, how could you say that? You know, he's been reelected as governor. Right, but, but that's dealing with the press for the most part in Florida. We're about to find out what he's made of on the national scene 
up against Donald Trump. And we're going to find this out real, real quick. Frazier, thank you for the call. We're going to get back to your calls in just one second. But first, I'm joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you? I'm well. So a couple of things. Uh, thank you. Uh, I won't be here tomorrow because I'll be having a sleep apnea exam, and you'll be here. But two, I want you to tell me your big event. I am so happy for you. Uh, you're going to be in New Jersey uh Friday night, correct? Right, Friday and Saturday. Friday I'll be in Red Bank and Saturday in uh, in Englewood. I appreciate that. There's still tickets available Saturday. It's going to be a screening of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and then right afterwards I'm going to moderate a discussion, including an audience Q&A, with William Shatner about the movie and about other things. We're going to talk about his career and him, his trip to space and a bunch of other things. So if people want tickets, they can go to bergenpack.org, and uh, if they order tickets, they should use the promo code uh, at Frank NJ, and they'll save some money. Are you nervous? No, no, no. This is the one thing that I'm not nervous about. If I was moderating a discussion about uh, nuclear fusion or uh, <laughs> or the history of the Boer War, I'd be very nervous. But uh, talking about Star Trek II with William Shatner for an hour, that is the one thing that I've been preparing for for my entire life. So uh, I am uh, I am not nervous at all just because I know the material so well. And knowing you, you've been preparing for weeks, and you're going to have some doozies of a question. Yeah, and I, I think there are even a lot of Star Trek fans and even a lot of Shatner fans who think they've heard everything. I have gone out of my way to find some questions that I have never heard Shatner asked before, and I have found some ways to rephrase some questions that they may have heard asked before. So it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. And so tell me, what do you have coming up at the top of the hour? Action-packed show. We went from no guests on Monday to today. We're going to have four guests. Uh, we're going to do our weekly chat with Brian Kilmeade. We'll talk not only the uh, the Super Bowl, but uh, the State of the Union address. We're going to have uh, David Danzis on. Uh, talk. He's from Play NJ. Sunday is the Super Bowl of sports betting. We're going to talk about what that means for Atlantic City and sports gamblers around the world. You had a great discussion with General Petraeus on the balloon issue, so we're going to be talking with uh, Bill Burns, veteran writer, about what this balloon means for the future of the UFO movement. It was very interesting what Petraeus said to you, that he thinks a lot of these balloons could have led to UFO sightings previously. So we're going to explore that. And uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor, one of my favorite military analysts, he's going to join me in about 20 minutes. We're going to talk about the latest with this Russia-Ukraine situation. Okay, so we have under a minute left. Let's squeeze in one call. You select it, Frank. How about uh, about, uh, George in Manhattan? George, go right ahead, please. you got about 25 seconds. Go ahead, please. Thanks, indeed. Listen, I've got a few things uh, I'd like to discuss. George, you've got 25 seconds. Right, I'll go, okay, I'll get to uh, Irving. Okay. All right. Okay? Is that okay? George, right, George, okay, you, okay, George, yeah. you've got 15 seconds. I don't know. I don't. All right. It's my fault, George, because uh, you should I'm call earlier. Quick, George, it's quick, too late now. Quick. George, it's too late. You should call the program earlier because you call, and then I don't see you until the end of the program, and this happens constantly. I tell you you have a few seconds left, and you want to set it up, and we don't have time to set it up because it's time for me to say goodnight. Folks, I want you to keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Again, I won't be here tomorrow night, but Frank will be here. You want to keep it right here, and I will be back at 5 p.m., uh, Cats at Night with Mr. Katsimatidis. Coming up right now, Alex Barnard, News Headlines, Talk Radio 77 WABC.